Hi everybody, welcome to another CornerCast podcast. Uh, it is Monday, May the 4th, so may the 4th be with you. Um, this week's podcast is one of those ones that was in the vault, I guess you'd say. Uh, it was more on the technical side. The podcast was getting more and more difficult to post to the website, so we are our new podcast host, Podbean. Um, we're trying it out. We're seeing what's happening with it. Um, and so this podcast, I've talked about it. You've probably heard about it. Uh, Junior and I, during our trip to Toy Fair, was trying to catch a train. So we grabbed McDonald's very quickly and we talked all about Toy Fair. So some of this stuff you've kind of, like, we speculate a lot, but we had a really good time doing it. It was kind of a really uh, fun car ride. So, um, so that's what that's what that's about. Um, coming up, we've got our podcast with Bill and Junior next week. Uh, that one is a little bit heavier. Um, how do I say? Uh, I questions. <laughs> the purpose of doing what we're doing because I was in the midst of relaunching the site and doing all the changes and looking for a host and we were kind of in the throes of it. So it was kind of a difficult position to be in. And then the way Toy Fair was working for us, we, you know, hit our obstacles and I guess I'll talk more about it that week. But Junior and I were talking about the G.I. Joe reveals that were going on. And word is that um, those are shipping soon. Uh, So you can check around the web. And I'm sure we're going to be posting links for those on where to get those. Um, You can guess where we usually get our stuff. And so, yeah. Yeah. it's been a transition. It's been finding that kind of balance with the podcast and with the website, learning a little more about YouTube. And so we'd like to kind of get those views up. And so there's links in our articles to our most recent YouTube videos. We took a look at Wonder Woman 84 and we took a look at um, the Spawn figure and Hasbro was nice enough to send over some bot bots. So we took a look at all those things and what else? What else we have coming up? We've got to look at the Scooby-Doo toys from Basic Fun Toys. We've got to look at the Mystery Machine from Playmobil. I've got the DeLorean from Playmobil. We've got some more Star Wars stuff coming. I picked up a nice little child slash baby Yoda. Um, that's the cutest thing in the world. Um so we got a lot of things going. So please support the site. Go to the website. Click on the links. Um, let's get our viewership up. Let's get our traffic up. Um, I know everybody's kind of in a holding pattern as far as collecting goes. We're doing a lot of online stuff. And it's giving us some time to kind of clean out our basement. And I know I say this a lot. And I really love to do some giveaways. We just haven't had the response that we'd like our winners aren't coming forward so those prizes are going to go back in the hopper and once we're a little further away from our current um, world crisis 
maybe we'll start doing some mystery boxes and giving away some fun stuff. But um, we've been actually giving them to kids to kind of keep them busy lately, some of our stuff that we've been getting. So that's that's one piece of it. Anyway, um, so this week's podcast is with Junior and I. We are in the car, so excuse a little bit of the noise. You might hear us eating. You might hear the rappers. You might hear some blinkers and stuff. But it was a really fun podcast, and we were trying out some new equipment. So really hope you enjoy it. Um, Next week is in the midst of Toy Fair. The week after that, the fanboy himself returns. Brian Isaacs from the Fanboy Factor is coming back. Um, So look for that in a couple weeks. And, yeah, yeah. I don't know. That's about it. So remember to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. We're at Caster's Corner. Uh, Check out the website, casterscorner.com, as well as our new website for our podcast, which is cornercast.com. It'll take you to all the podcasts and as well link out to our Podbean site where you can get all the information there. So enjoy. Check out our videos. Check out our pages. Become a follower. Keep up on the news and stuff. Um we're getting back to where we were and um, hopefully you guys enjoy it. So enjoy the podcast on the way to toy fair with junior and I in a car for about 45 minutes. Thanks guys. Enjoy. I'm trying to figure out if it's going. Does it look like it's going? Can you see that? Is the numbers running? I see the volume going up and down. Is the numbers running? Yes, yes. Numbers are running. Okay. Numbers running. So we're running. We're running. We're in the car. The food. I feel like a human being. Here. Um. Yeah, I know. I just came from a nutritionist, and now I'm eating McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> That's the doctor. <laughs> I- I'll need their name when we're done. Um. Sorry, doctor. So yeah. We just grabbed McDonald's. Yeah. I'm going to shovel this in while we're trying to get to a train. Um, I have been so excited all day to go to New York for Toy Fair. Mm-hmm. Because, like, all this stuff's been leaking way early. Um, so it started earlier this week with Snake Eyes. Yes, it did. And everybody was like, post the pictures. And I'm like, no, I'm not posting leaked pictures. I'm like, I like my appointments with these companies. Oh, cat's out of the bag now. Yeah. Well, they, it's on sale. Yes. Um, and then I emailed them because I'm like, you know these pictures are going around. Like, I, I try to be a little bit more above board and whatever. Um, so I guess IGN had posted the pictures earlier. So Scarlet and Roadblock weren't a leak. They were actually released. Oh, okay. So... Yeah, I know. Um, I don't know. I'm not happy with the aesthetics, to be honest with you. I was really, really excited when I first saw the pictures. I love the proportion and the detail, and I know what they can do with that property. That's always a fun start for me. Right. I'll support this, but um, you're right. I'm used to getting that. I mean, the boxes are numbered. There's clearly a collector focus to it. But, um, well, I mean, it's G.I. Joe. You're not going to sell it. You're not going to sell um, G.I. Joe toys. I mean, we've had this conversation year after year. We even talked to 
at um, Hascon a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. We had one of the guys, and I'm not going to say his name because I don't know if he's happy with me saying something like this, but I said, do you think in a post-9-11 like world with the climate that we're in that we can sell like war toys as war toys? Yes. Like so, straight up soldiers. Like not like... I don't know, not like Masters of the Universe, like they're fighting against evil or Transformers, like straight up, he's a soldier, he's a recon, like would sell, and he didn't think they would, like in all honesty, at least in the mass market at like Walmart and Target. I don't think that's an unpopular opinion though. No. I think we have to get off exit 2019's clothes, isn't it? Oh, I did not know that. Yeah. Um, the Fun of Driving podcast. So, um... <laughs> Oh, yeah, no, I'm not going to be able to do that. No, literally going to be riding it out and turning around. Yeah, no, I know. I don't think that's going to happen. That's okay. You can get off exit 18 or something. Yeah. Oh, that'll be fun. Um, so, yeah, I might have to get off the next exit. Anyway, this is fascinating, podcasting. <laughs> um, well, and, and so, like, we have the conversation, and I'm like, God, I really wish... They could do it because we can get a different scale or we can do more vehicles and all this stuff. And they didn't really think it was going to happen. And I know, I know for a fact that certain people at Hasbro had been working on this for years to make it happen. And they finally, I think the Snake Eyes movie is the reason that it's happening. Yeah, I mean, they definitely didn't want to do things with no media. I, unfortunately, at EW, I don't think they're strong enough of a presence or an impetus for them to relaunch the brand. Not not in the way that they need to. No. So I appreciate what they're doing. I mean, I get it. It's certainly timed, and if anything, these modern aesthetics would match the movie. So I feel like a casual fan who knows Snake Eyes will go to the, to go to the store, see these things, think they're cool, and pick them up. I consider my older brother a casual, and I pre-ordered for him the Snake Eyes this morning, and he was elated, and I showed him actually Scarlet and Roadblock, and he was like, wow, these look really cool, but I think he went on the internet and started reading more about it, and then he started texting me, he's like, um, I'm not sure I want these though, and honestly, it's, it's the feedback that's like actually really souring him to it, because... But I think that's the whole thing. I think it will grab casuals if they don't, you know, they're in the toy aisle, they see it, they think it's neat, they'll buy it. But if they start... Do you think there's still that kind of audience, though? You know, there's a lot of things I say that about. But but then I see... I I guess the best analogy I can use is, like, it's almost like watching... This version of G.I. Joe is, like, the first Sonic movie trailer where he looked absolutely nuts. (laughs) And then, and then everyone was like, what the hell? Like, this is the way we remember Sonic. And they absolutely redesigned it. And then Paramount made a ton of money. He made, like, 70-plus million opening weekend. Yeah, but, like, okay, so what we know about this is that there's, like, an 18-month turnaround. Yes, I know. So the idea... Oh, of of course correction? Of course correction at this point is we've got a year and a half at least, if not two years, worth of... um, Unwanted designs, theoretically. Yeah, I, I mean they might be wanted though. I mean we haven't seen we haven't seen too much. I I just saw Duke about ten minutes ago, and you know what? I like the homage. Um, you know, 
everyone has their own tastes about what they expect their portraits to look like or certain aesthetics. They look a bit like, I don't know, like Call of Duty or, uh, oh gosh, they just had the, they had the license, the multiplayer um, sh arena shooter. Fortnite? No, Overwatch. Oh. They, 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 look, the toys look really, really, really cool, but I feel like my, if I wanted to be critical, it would be unfair to them. Because I would sit there and say I want the old designs, everything down to the accessories were unique to the character and spoke to the character, why does Scarlet have three knives? There's a lot of things I would see and ask questions about, but if I look at them on its own merits, I think they look fun, and I do like the modern look. I'm hoping that they're able to ride the success of the brand and sales do well enough for them to come around and say, okay, now we're going to bring you guys the figures that you've been clamoring for. I, I just think they probably just didn't have a clear idea of where to start. And this was a calculated best success to get kids into it or modern buyers into it now with the but, modern looks. Okay, but still, like, okay, you can say that, but, like, they've had... This isn't, like, rinky-dink, right? This isn't, like, little toy company that could, like... Uh, Zika toys, right? They're doing sectors. They look amazing. Are they the right scale? For me, they are. Okay, for you, are they? But they're not. Like, if you are a vintage sectors fan, like they are not the right scale. They are not. Right. And like we saw it with Masters of the Universe classics, right when it started. Mm -hmm. Um, we saw it with uh, War for Cybertron, the Siege line, right, mm -hmm. where they're going for the classic looks with some modern flourishes here and there but like when it comes down to it we don't want like nobody wants a cliff jumper that looks like a, um, uh, a Lincoln like they did in the the previous cartoon I forget the name of the cartoon oh yeah that was, was the um, three Transformers kids? Prime was it Prime? I think it was Prime um nobody wants that cliff jumper everybody wants a little bug everybody wants a little guy yeah, they just don't want... They don't want it to have, like, five points of articulation and transform in, like, two steps. So... I get it. You know, and Marvel's doing the retro line and we're getting some ones that... You know what I mean? I think the issue is they're trying to make G.I. Joe current. And at the end of the day, a real American hero is a period piece. It's like Star Wars. When we discussed this. It's every every execution when they rebrand something, they try to make it modern and cool and hip and in. I think is they're parked in the right place with it, but that's not what pe people remember. You know, when they did Mark Hamill in Power of the Force, they made him look like a bodybuilder, and that's yeah, he looks heroic, but that's not Luke Skywalker that we know. And it took him a while to get there, and you know, eventually they'll make figures that quote match the entertainment. Right, but the problem with that is. They have to make it there, right? Mm-hmm. I agree. So as fans, we have to continue to support these lines so they can get there. Like, they started with Generations, right? With Transformers. Um, back when it was Classics. Right. And then... Um, and then... Uh, just Classics or was it Generations? Generations. And now it's still called Generations, but as a brand... Like as a yeah, now you have an arbitrary story. Yeah. And they're bringing it back to Cybertron. Well, and then, you know, they did Power of the Primes, and we thought those were good, and now we're getting these. 
and like cliff jumper scales with prime as not as a not as a vehicle but as a bot but do you skew your view on transformers just because their entire aesthetic is technology driven so they shouldn't look I don't know even some of the designs are timeless especially when they're Cybertronian vehicles I would never want to change I mean those new primes that they've done so far are like gorgeous Mm -hmm. and it can have modern aesthetics and maybe modern takes on certain things but like when you come down to it you know if Jazz isn't a Porsche I'm sorry he's never going to be right yeah Um, I hear that I don't know. I'm torn on G.I. Joe. I'm really torn. I'm still trying to figure out what gun Roadblock has. It's like a big tuning fork. It's like the Jaws of Life is what I've heard mm. being it compared to. Whereas Super 7 with the Thundercats, I know you're not happy. I'm not. Uh, depends on what it is, though. I'm beyond thrilled. Oh, you mean using the Master's book? No, just that we're getting cool-ish looking Thundercats. Yeah. I don't, I don't care if the exact... I don't care if they're exactly the right size. I don't care if the proportions are off a little bit. I don't care if they're not as posable as they are. Or that everybody wants them to be. But I'm happy getting a Lino and a Tigra. And I would agree with God you. God help us if we had Chiatara this know, weekend. I would agree with you there. I, I would definitely say that. I'm not... I'm, believe me, I, I love the toys. I'm pre-ordering them. If I hated them, I wouldn't get them. And Yeah, I understand the loathing of that kind of buyer that says, they're garbage, but they'll still buy it anyway and stay in their soapbox. They're beautiful toys. It's. It, I, I will acquiesce. There's a, there's a hard balance to strike when you really want the Thundercats to be as agile and everything out of the theme song. But yeah. you're not going to get that unless you're getting like an SH figure art. And right. that execution will not happen at all the way you want it to. Right. And these are not sloppy figures. They're some of the Four Horsemen's best work. And they're really trying to keep the aesthetic the same as a cartoon. Yeah. They're no. not, a, not a lot of liberties there. No. I don't know. I I'm see. I've been having a really hard time with it because Spin Master is doing the DC lines mm-hmm. and those four inch, and everybody's like, "Could we have another superpowers?" And I'm like, "That was lightning in a bottle." Like, it was right place, right time, right designs. That's so fascinating. You're never going to gonna see that. anything like that. See, I, I won't, I won't disagree with you. I think what I'll say is, I hope you're wrong. Because one of my odd little excitement pieces of news for this weekend was that DC Entertainment or DC Collectibles has rebranded themselves back to DC Direct. And for me, I'm hoping that means they're gonna they're gonna really go full throttle. They're going with their established brands that they've already carried over from last year, but I remember they were doing the whole universe back when I was buying all the Tim Bruckner sculpts and they were going grabbing DE characters left and right. And I want Jose Luis Garcia Lopez action figures with this new articulation style that DC's uh, embracing more. Well, but, okay. So I feel like you can get it. And that, I guess my hope is you, you will get it. But here's the thing. They're launching, they're relaunching as, or rebranding as DC Direct again. Yes. Right? Correct. And what are they putting out? A seven-pack. Seven 
of the same figures that came out in metallic decos, and you're like, no, 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 those are going for like triple on eBay right now. How about you just give them the originals? Yeah. How about you not help out the secondary market? Because, and here's the thing, I got Batman, I got Green Lantern, I got the Flash, and Wonder Woman, Superman, Batman, can't touch them. Zoom is now going for over $100. I had no idea, and honestly, kudos to DC. I'm glad the demand's there. But only Zoom. For whatever reason. You think they could repack him maybe with Flash or something? I hope they re-release it because I'm not paying $100 for Zoom. I'll be honest with you. There's no way in hell I'm paying $100 for Zoom. I want him. I'd like him. What was he, Wave 1? Yeah. With Superman and, uh, who was it, uh, Brainiac? No, it was Flash. I know there was Aquaman and Black Manta at one point. It was, no, Aquaman and Black Manta were Brainiac and Superman. Wave. Okay, okay. It was Flash and Zoom. Yes. And Batman and Destro. That's what it was. Yes, that's right. That's right. And I'm like, I get it. I saw him a bunch. But why is he so sought after when every other figure is retail or slightly above? I wonder if there was like a lower production run, odd distribution on that one. I really didn't know. I'm sorry, we took a hard left on that conversation. Because I know you were talking about Spin Masters. Right, I love what they're doing. They're a lot of fun. You, I, didn't, I didn't appreciate it until you mentioned it. And I'm, it's amazing to go to the aisle and see a smattering, like a wide variety of small, fun, poseable toys that would fork great in a kid's hand. Right. If I was a kid, I would love them. Right. And they're durable. And everybody that's complaining about the capes. What are they saying about the capes? Well, they're slotted into the back. I mean, but it's, it's just a different execution of the same thing. It's not a different execution, I found out. Oh. Because I decided that if I was going to review these, I should grab some of the Batman Mission figures. I see. To compare, like, what Mattel had done, why you should get these now instead of those. Like, I got Robin. Robin's cape on those lines that everybody's like, oh, the missions were perfect. They were great. They were amazing. They were priced well. They're bigger. Blah, blah, blah. Oh, Robin's cape slotted right into his back. Batman's cape slotted right into his back. Wow. The same execution that Spin Master has on a smaller scale. They're thicker materials for capes. I will give them that. Spin Master capes are very, very thin. But I don't see that as a problem overall. And I believe if I'm right, Superman's cape has the S on the back. I think I remember something similar. It was a toy fair a couple years ago. A Batman movie, but Batman was basically in a Batmobile. He was he was in a, he was some sort of vehicle or playset where there was a switch feature where you would have to like press this. You had to like pull a lever or something, and he would turn. But basically, the the mechanism stressed the cape on his back throughout the weekend. And I remember by Monday when they were showing it, I was like, "This has been handled all weekend." And they were kind of like, oh, that's a really good point. I'm like, if like, little kids could be doing this, and you know how repetitious they are. Yeah. Like, that cape's going to be good as gone. So, I want to be, yeah. I actually remember, they've actually had that for several years now. Now that you mention it. And and they learned enough, at least, to strengthen the cape. Yeah, and I, I'll be honest with you. I like it. I like what they're doing. I think that they're solid figures. I haven't had one break. There's been some paint issues with a couple of them. 
And honestly, the paint has been more from the simple figures, like Nightwing. He, his his paint is so like he's all black for the most part. Okay, so like well, if there's that, one, but if there's one like little piece of blue, you know, on his chest piece, if there's one fleck that's out of place, it really shines on a figure that's aesthetically all the same. You oh, know what I mean? True. Yeah, I can see that. Whereas with the Joker, his legs and torso have a slightly different tint of purple. You don't notice it as much unless you're really looking at it, like looking for that. So, I don't know. It's kind of like, I'm really, I really, I, this return, like I said to you, I am so excited because I feel like this summer, especially, like in August, when Marvel drops possibly another retro wave, um, possibly Fingers having crossed. a lot of red and blue in it. Um, <laughs> uh, when they drop that wave, you're gonna walk into the store. You're gonna see on the shelf, Spider. You know, uh, <laughs> you're gonna see retro Marvel, right? And and Marvel Legends, of course. You're also gonna see um, GI Joe. You're gonna see Transformers. You're gonna see Star Wars. Uh, you're gonna see DC. You're gonna see small and bigger, right? From between McFarland and and Spin Master. This is gross. Uh, He-Man will be sitting on shelves somewhere in that area. In October. Yeah. Maybe sooner. We'll the end of the year. Yep. Um, like this holiday season is gonna be like our childhoods come to life. And if you throw in, if you walk in with the Super Seven toy. Well, I mean, not even if you walk in. If you go into, like, an FYE, Super 7's Thundercats retro... Oh, my God, Thundercats. ...are reaction figures. NECA's Ninja Turtles. Yep. Super 7's Ninja Turtles. I mean... Power Rangers Lightning Collection. It's literally a condensed... You say childhood. I say childhood and adolescence. Like, literally every good toy line... I mean, we're obviously missing a few. Within the last 20 years all compartmentalized together. I mean, hell, we're not from that generation, but Pokemon's still going pretty darn strong. Yeah. World of Nintendo. Lego. Lego. I mean, it... God, there's something it's, for everyone. The staying power of these brands. Enough to bring them back. And don't say that adults have nothing to do with this. This is amazing. Like, it is... This is why I think this particular toy fair rivals any other toy fair I think I've ever attended. And I've I've heard some comments of things being lackluster or don't understand why certain things are being made or, or this or that. And I'm like, guys, do you understand that there's like literally something for everybody? That thank it, you. Like exactly I'm okay it. with that because I think this only helps the market. Right? I think this only helps all of us. And yeah, you know what? At Christmas time, there's going to be a shit ton of clearance items that we're all going to benefit from. Um, but at the end of the day, I just... It, I'm so excited this year. I am yep. so goddamn excited about this this year. We were talking about, you know, I mean, we like, you know, picked apart certain brands or G.I. Joe or... You know, someone might have something to say about Power Rangers or McFarland's DC so far, whatever. But you're right. Nothing has given me the level of excitement and anticipation. And just the fact that all of it's out there in play. 
is something it, I haven't. I mean, my wallet. I am so nervous about this particular year. Like, I I have in the last like two months because of something I'm not talking about yet is completely taxed. Like, holy shit! Like, why? Okay, yeah. I'm broke. I'm broke as hell. But at the same time, I'm like, <laughs> I got so many toys. Yeah. Yeah, I even went out and picked up the Super Impulse little Transformers. The little oh, really? tiny ones. I found Optimus and Bumblebee. And it, they're in the Easter section. Are they? Yeah, they're in the Easter section. That's in like cool. the little basket thing. What are they retailing for? <clears throat> $4.99. I won't pay. <clears throat> I won't pay like the $15 on Amazon for them. But I will pay $4.99 for them. Um, and... Uh, yeah, I'm just about buying everything. I'm even trying to hit Dollar Trees from time to time to get the uh, the Transformers that are slightly larger. Um, yep. I don't know. I'm just I'm really energized and excited about the whole weekend. And I know that this podcast is probably going to air after Toy Fair. So you'll get the progression of before, during, and after Toy Fair podcast. But, like, yeah, like super, super super excited about this year that I didn't think I would be or I wouldn't be as much Um, because I had a little bit of like dread a little bit not dread but like I don't know like a little bit of anxiety you know things weren't falling into place the way I wanted them to life but yeah just kind of but I think all the stars lined up this morning, as all these things were breaking, I was like, I, I don't want to go to work. I don't want to go to the day job. Isn't I want to go play. Like, I want to go to New York right now. Like, that, we need to go now. Yeah, I'm really upset because, you know, tonight we have our plans before everything kicks off in the morning. And I was just telling you, like, I have to go into work. And I'm missing something, potentially, with, like, a bit of, a bit of a, some plans with my colleagues, but um, outside of work. But... All I know is when I go in there and I take care of what needs to be taken care of, it's going to be like sweet release the whole weekend and I don't have anything to think about. And it's well, going to be so busy. Uh, yeah. <laughs> except for work. Yeah. Except for working this. Damn, why am I down the street? But no, it's so true. No, no, not your work. This work. Well, let me tell you about this work. This will be a labor of love because I don't think I've ever anticipated a weekend in recent memory, I'm talking cons, anything. Like, I've never, I'm not anticipating anything the way I am anticipating this weekend. Nothing, and please don't challenge me, world, <laughs> nothing will, like, dampen my enjoyment of this weekend. I don't think anything No, will. and, and, I, you know what? Like, I've had my moments of, like, I, I don't know what the moment, I don't, I don't know how to describe it. It's that feeling of, like, like a pending argument, a pending fight, like you know, like the, like who am I gonna have to, you know, we're there's always fighting. To, into, there's gonna be conflict. You're always gonna have to, and I'm going into this like a hundred percent. Like, no, maybe it'll be okay. No, okay, well, maybe we'll do this or we'll do that or if it works out, this will be like it's a hundred percent. Like, <clears throat> I am gonna. I say, I, you know how the best way I say this. Um, I say this to kids all the time. I say this to all the kids all the time when I'm teaching. Um, you get what you get, mm-hmm. and you don't get upset. And it sounds like a really simple, stupid thing to say, but like, 
we're in for Hasbro. Um, if we didn't get in for Mattel, DJ was going to back us up. Yep. Like, Toysha's was going to help us out with pictures. Yep. Like, we had options where, God, I'd like to be in the room. I really do. Like, last year, sitting it out last year was excruciating. Yeah. Like, utterly excruciating. Yeah, let me know what I'm in for. <laughs> if I don't get in, let me know what I'm um, in for. <clears throat> but, like... I'm just happy to be there yeah. and cover it however we can cover it. Like, and, and seriously, like big thanks to all the companies who... I feel like after a while, I think there's been like a groundswell of quote-unquote coverage from all these outlets that keep springing up. And yeah. I'm sure the presence of bloggers and all that is pretty overwhelming for them. But, you know... I think they understand it is what it is and how it is, and I definitely appreciate that I, they, they make these times of like bring us all together. Let's take a look. Let's celebrate this, and they and they appreciate our involvement and our enthusiasm. I, I think that we also offer them, although we'd like to think that fan input has a huge uh, impact on what they do. I think sales drive that a lot more, and the designers themselves, what they view as important versus what we view as important. And I think sometimes the stars align and those two things line up. Mm. Um, but I think that we also give them a little bit of a focus group because we are representative of a population and give them a little feedback from a different market than they would normally get. Yes. And. Because I, I, the other thing that came up to me today was like, and I know I'm saying this, and it sounds like I shouldn't be saying this out loud, but I kind of feel like Hasbro announced that they're going to live stream the presentation this year. Ugh. Which they've never <laughs> done before. Charge my phone. Thanks, Khalil. And it makes me think a little bit like, why do they need us anymore? You know why... I feel like if that were true and there was any sort of, if I knew coverage was going to be quote unquote happening that we didn't have to be responsible for, there's always that leg of it where you're supposed to be interviewing the teams. And yep. I always feel like there's that balance that's thrown off and boy, to get a couple of them in a corner and shoot a few questions to them, that kind of access is so few and far between, even in cons. And it's interesting that you mentioned this because I'm feeling, I don't know if you've been feeling this, but... Isn't it crazy how they keep coming up with a line and all of a sudden it's out in two months? Or like, here's the pre-order. Like, Snake Eyes came out of nowhere, coming out in April. I'm amazed that they're they're turning, that they're able to keep it that secret. That's what I'm saying. Like that kind of turnaround time, I've seen seldom in certain companies in the modern age. But this, but it's a, it's hard to give them that arena to talk to them and say, like, what do you think about this? Why is this happening? Why is that happening? Sometimes you don't have until July to ask these questions. And I'm sure, you know, the train has left the station, so to speak. But I appreciate these moments of access. Not because so much as that I want to see the toys first or this, that, and the other. I, I love getting into their heads. And it's either, A, helping them understand why something should be different. Case in point, uh, Power Rangers Lightning Collection's Lord Dead Staff um, was actually... Uh, the blade is backwards on the bottom and I mentioned it to them and I'm not taking any credit for this but they did uh, the two pack with Rita Repulsa and now the staff is corrected 
And I feel like I love Toy Fair because it gave me that access. But the shoe is also, um, it also works the other way too though. When I see something I don't necessarily understand or appreciate, but when I hear them explain their approach, when I understand that, then I, I actually find myself having a different or new appreciation for the product as they envisioned it. Yeah, and I, I think it, I don't know. I, I've been playing with the sound a little bit. Um, just make sure it's okay. Um, but yeah, I think it just, I think we have these moments where like we feel like, I think recently things have come up where people are now asking me questions, which I know sounds funny because because you're I don't the know. smartest guy in the room. No, it's just I, I guess I'm obsessive about it. I I just I know so much about this stuff lately. Like I love so much. That's what I do. And somebody texted me the other day and was just like, collector in Connecticut texted me. He's like, hey. Do you by any chance have the uh, the SKU and the DCPI for the new vintage collection or for oh for the probe droid? And I was like, within like a minute, I sent it to him because I was able to find it. Like I'm so lately I've been decently plugged in and I've been talking to more people and making more inroads with things that I've just been working really hard to stay really engaged with everything that's going on. And it it feels weird a little bit to be a person that people are going to to ask questions because you would think I've been doing this for 14 years I you know why hasn't this happened before and I think it's I don't know I don't know with everything that's actually um, coming out this year I mean let's look at I mean we've already pretty much recapped right yeah so what brands like would really be like oh my gosh that too there's, there's obviously some brands that are missed like for me be mask yeah like what what brands would you like to see that you'd be like it would be amazing if someone took another shot at this so I just had this conversation with somebody mm-hmm. um actually and is your answer changing from the previous question time it was asked no well what is what was the previous question I don't know about the oh, uh, about the brand no it, it's a hundred percent what I would like to see done and it was really interesting because it came up somebody did on one of those YouTube channels that's a real TV channel but does nerd stuff like I can't remember if it was sci-fi or, or I don't remember mm. they did a thing on the Bionic 6 I knew you'd say Bionic 6 and I don't know I really can't explain my obsession or love or passion for that show but there's something about that show that makes me go I want to see that done again and I want to see it done in I, I want them to stick with the, the 4 inch line like I don't want to see it go to 6 inch because a 6 inch mule van is not going to work a 4 inch mule van will work there you go. Um, I want a play set I want I want them to recreate the original toy line. And if I knew... How many episodes did they have? 65? Uh, I believe so. Okay. Yeah. I'm just trying to remember it was a full series. I appreciate those lines. It was a full series. And they actually ended it. Ended it. Like, their finale was like a real finale. See, that's nice. And and when you say finale, I think of finality. 
And yeah. It'd be great to knock all that out in like one year. Well, it's and 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 I think that that's the conversation I had, which is yeah, not a huge. It's a pool. very finite line. Mm-hmm. Six heroes, six villains. You throw in a bonus figure because uh, the professor was never made as a figure. See, there you go. Um, missing pieces. You make the mule van. You do the bionic, uh, uh, the quad, mm-hmm. the quad runner. You do the bike, you do the van, you do the two chairs, the two flying chairs, Mm -hmm. and a playset. You're done. You could possibly get away with $600, and you'd have a complete line. And and are you going to keep it the same scale? Would you keep it the same scale? Yeah, because I don't think we'll get a really good... Oh, you want to... Yeah, you want to... Not with the vehicles. Yeah, 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 true. But okay, so my thinking is, and it doesn't take up a huge, you know, footprint in your toy collection display. No. See, that's what I love about them. I, I want, like, I'm actually really excited to see Boss Fight Studio. Um, they've been kind of quiet lately. I mean, I know they showed the Flash Gordon stuff. And yeah. Sam and Max is coming along, but actually they've been really kind of um, not much on the Bucky O'Hare front. So I'm actually really amped to see if they move on to, like, Willie DeWitt or Blinky. And uh, th- that one actually I'm actually really excited about. But that's a brand that actually can wrap up pretty quick. I just know they've they commit themselves to a lot of really cool projects. Yeah. I would love to see them, you know, well, and, full steam ahead. And so the only problem with that, mm. um, if I think of, like, Boss Fight, who I love. I love their products. Um, and Zika Toys and some of these, like, Valiverse, like, that uh, Bobby Val is doing. Yep. Um, they're amazing lines. The problem is they come at a little bit of a premium. Yeah. Because the lower production runs, the smaller companies don't have access to the same <clears throat> manufacturing processes that the bigger companies do. Yeah. I mean, um, it's definitely, definitely an issue, especially for Zika Toys. They had to go through several people to get, like, a The sectors. Yeah. Yeah, it was crazy. And so... And their action force, too. It... God, like, there's just part of me that's like, I really want to be able to get in, but like, I really, like, I really want sectors. Mm-hmm. I can't rationalize the payment for them. Like, I can't rationalize buying them. I hear you. And like, so it would have to be a property that I really love. And like, you do Bionic 6, I'm your number one customer. Like, mm-hmm. I'm buying everything. You do Silverhawks. I'm I'm good. I'm in. You know, I'll say this, and I and I say this as a, as a person who knows nothing about the Bionic Six. Do a solid execution. I'm, I'm in on that. Like Sectors, I wasn't really into that, but it was part of the whole '80s vibe. And yeah. Again, it's one of those things that didn't last very long. There's a smattering of characters. I would love to have like a potpourri section of a of a display cabinet, like Bucky O'Hare, Sectors, Bionic Six. Six. Uh, for me, Cops. My brother and I were obsessed Cops. with that show, Cops. Um. Uh. The Crystallis? Is it Crystallis? Oh, Crystallis? Crystallis. What is that? Like the clear figures. I know exactly what you're talking about, too, and I don't remember the name. Um, And then, uh, oh, I just had it in my head. Uh, Visionaries. Oh, my gosh. Visionaries. Yes, that's a great one. You know what I picked up um, on eBay? Oh, I think I showed you. Did I show you a picture? No. I got all the power suits from GoBots. Did you? I got carded unpunched. How much? 60 bucks. That is awesome. And then for forty, I got the complete power suit for the for the for the GoBots. That's crazy. Chest, 
both hands and both feet. That's great. Um, and then I was like, all right, well, let's fill them. Like, I have a bunch of loose GoBots. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, we're going to stick with this carded train. And then I looked up Leader 1. Oh, how much does he go for? $7.99. What? $99. I was about to say, like, $7.99. Nope, $799. And I'm like, motherfucker. Have you actually looked at the the Japanese ones that they're doing? Yeah, yeah. No, I've seen those. And they look cool, but like... Was there like a Leader 1 for that brand, though? Yeah, there was a Leader 1, a Psykill, a Driller, or I forget what the Driller's name was. And there was one more. Oh, it was like a like the train, like the locomotive, or like the it was blue. I can't remember what, the, what it was called. I don't remember. I, I know turbo scooter leader one and sidekill. I can't and copter. The rest of them I can't remember their names. Um, but uh, I would have. I definitely would have went in on them. Like, but they weren't the right scale. I think they were like six inch. Okay. They were a little bit bigger, so it didn't really fit that niche for me. Yeah, I, um, I don't know. So, yeah, I want <sighs> I want mask in the worst way possible. By the way, I found a. I'll tell you off there where it was. I found a vintage toy shop that looked like, uh, yeah, like um, our childhood threw up. I found, <laughs> I found. You know how they had the. Escape from the Death Star game at Target recently, like the with oh, Tarkin with the grandfather Tarkin. I found the original in the shop, boxed. Wow! So That's in there, Matt Tracker's car—I don't remember the name of it. Thunder, Did you have Thunderhawk? I saw about four of them loose in this place, you and the guy wanted forty bucks a piece for them. Oh, complete. Uh, I'm curious. Just the car was loose, oh, but it had all the stickers. It looked perfect. Okay, that's what. Yeah, it looked see, that's really the I want to like inspect all that stuff. Yeah, that's like awesome. six. Six of the Darth Vader head uh, carry cases. Like, it's really amazing. It's an amazing shop. But, like, it's, like, I wouldn't be a girl to walk in that shop. It was kind of, it's somebody's garage. It was a little sketchy. But it looked really cool. (laughs) There was a lot in there. I I wanted to just organize it for him. Like, it was just bins of shit, like, everywhere. Um, You got to tell me which exit. It's an exit 21. Okay. Um, That's fun, though. It was. It was so much fun to walk through there. I spent like half an hour, 45 minutes in there. Ugh. You know, I wish... Who did... Um, God, I'm embarrassing myself not knowing this. Boss Fight, they, I believe they worked on Marauder Inc., right? But Marauder Inc. was done by someone else. They just had Boss Fight do yeah. work for them. I think so. Yeah, I think that's how that worked out. I that like I wish whoever did those, because they did, they did these like exoskeleton suits. And I got... I did their Kickstarter where they were doing like oh, men you and women. Exo Squad, though. Yeah, yeah, see, that's what. It, there's where I was going. I, I want Exo Squad in the worst way possible. But it was funny. They were, they were. I was explaining it to them, and they were like, you know, I think we would do just the guys. And, and for me, that's a, that's amazing. Like someone as talented in the three and three quarter inch arena as Boss Fight Studio doing them. I'm like, I'm I'm on board. But I was like, yeah, and actually, we really like the exosuits as well. And they were like, well, if, you know, if we did the exosuits with, you know, the limited reach that they have compared to a Hasbro, they, like, they expected the retail for like $100 each, though. Yeah. I'd buy that. Well, okay. So, so that I've ever seen? Sure. Why not? I would love to see a little bit of a retrospective, like they did on the Bionic 6. Like, I found that video. Like, who are the Bionic 6 was, like, the video. Um, and it was really well done because they went through the cartoon and they talked about the characters. What they didn't talk about was the toys. And I know the toys that made us is this big thing now that they yeah. do the thing. I don't th- like. I understand that there's a slant 
or like oh, a, there's always a, a path narrative. Through. Yeah, there's always a narrative and, and like yeah. a certain person, not Voldemort level, but <laughs> not my favorite person in the world, was excluded from the Masters uh, of the Universe episode. Oh, I could have a nicer guy. Yeah, yeah, sure. It'll tell you that too, <laughs> in no uncertain terms. Um, and uh, I, you know, it, it's interesting um, because I, I, I don't. Did you go to the Toys That Made Us um, thing at, at Comic Con? No, the I didn't. Panel? I didn't get so to go. me and Toys were sitting there, and like I wasn't gonna ask the question, but somebody actually asked the question, and they were like, "Hey, can you do Thundercats?" And they were like, no. Point blank, no. Because what you have to understand is, Thundercats had had the the show, right? Right. Did the toys, and then was done. And has not had another rise in success where anybody would care. But that's not what the point of the show is. Why does it need to be evergreen? Well, it's not evergreen, but there's no real strife story there for them to follow. Is if he, like uh, GI Joe you, do like you need to have like warring like internal struggles with the brand in order to like I, make it sellable? I think you do. Break. I think you do. I think they need to sell the drama of it. And they go, we looked at Thundercats. There's not enough there for a whole episode. I can't convey over the uh, over the recording of me shaking my head at this. Yeah, but um, but yeah, I mean that's what it comes down to. The idea that you have to have some human story to it and the idea was like Thundercats was a success they put out toys the toys were based on the show so there was no like how did we come up with this idea well somebody made the cartoon and we just made toys for it I think the same thing would happen with Silverhawks I think the same thing would happen with Tiger Sharks like Bionic 6 I think that those lines that kind of those lines that were inspired by the cartoon I don't think there was enough there for them to do anything with so I can understand it, but I think that those shows still deserve that um, notoriety. How badly do I want Tiger Sharks action figures? You know what the funny thing is? I really, until very recently, thought that Tiger Sharks were street sharks. Oh! I had never seen Tiger Sharks. That's fantastic. Wait a minute. So have you watched them on YouTube or anything no. like that? No. Oh, I'd be so curious because you are such a huge fan of Thundercats. Wait. And Silverhawks. Uh, okay, that was my next question. What yeah. did you think of Silverhawks? I love Silverhawks. Okay, I so, had all the toys. See, that's the thing. My brother's watching and he was like, oh, this is like, it doesn't hold up. I guess we'll put it that way. The voice acting, it, it was like, there's a cadence and a style to it, I guess we'll say. But um, yeah, Silverhawks and Tiger Sharks were, I mean, all of them were pretty much cut from the same cloth as you would well, they know, were, yeah. Frank and Bass properties. And... But, not only that, but they, they shared voice actors. Oh my god, it's oh yeah, I gosh, Tiger Sharks, we were huge, huge into it. Yeah. And um yeah, we watched all the cartoons when we were kids and we were addicted to that comic strip show. There was like karate cat and some rapping frogs. I, remember that. I forget yeah. I forget all of them. But they were on like twice a week. <clears throat> yeah. And yeah, we didn't care we didn't care for we yeah, didn't care right for uh, You yeah. can tell me to turn. They oh, know I'm where sorry, to car. make a left. Make a left, yes. <laughs> Don't miss the train station. That's the direction I want to go. Don't hit the girls walking across from school. So, yeah. Um, you have half an hour anyway. But, um... Well, yeah. you pack all this stuff up, too. Don't forget. Yeah. So, Tiger Sharks are absolutely amazing. And, again, like Bionic 6, finite stories, 
finite teams, small imprint. They they didn't have enough uh, footage to where they were able to introduce new characters and all that other stuff. So they both had like their little nuclear groups, and I yeah. love that series. And <clears throat> I actually, that's a line I actually would really look forward to Super Seven tackling because there's a lot of part reuse and they wear body suits and yeah. We had Walro as a kid. And, and the, the features, a lot of their chest panels are broken these days, but they fetch so much money in the aftermarket. I think I park anywhere, right? Now? Yeah, you park anywhere. Yeah. I, think it's, I think it's like 9 to 5, so I think you're fine. Um, that's a great spot. Where? <clears throat> it was, it was uh, we can just go around to park here, too, so that's fine, too. We're, all, we're right next to the platform. We have yeah, I'll, I'll go over there. So, um, yeah, so we're actually really hoping that Super 7 is ambitious enough. I think they're able to now keep pace, I think. They've, they've grown. They had some growing pains. But I think now I feel like it's the time where they can get into Silverhawks and Tiger Sharks. Yeah, but, but do you think – does Warner Brothers still own Silverhawks? I think they own everything. Don't they own – Rankin Bass straight do out they? owns all okay. that. I, I think Warner Bros. bought the libraries. So if they do that, but are they willing to license out Silverhawks? Like I think Thundercats have enough of a – nobody nobody has Silver Silverhawks. Um, Brian Flynn made break it action figures. I feel like he would absolutely do Silverhawks. My question is, would they do Vac Metal or any of those touches and flourishes of the 80s toy? I'm happy with straight paint with specs, like metallic paint, not Vac Metal. Yeah, you mean, uh, so they did um, a good comparison in my mind. Did you see the movie Shredder from NECA? He's got... I haven't seen him. Oh. I haven't opened my box yet. Okay. So, basically, he's um, he's got the same body style as the foot soldier, but he's wearing, like, a purple... I think it's a purple suit, or it's... No, it's, it's a reddish suit, but it's got purple flourishes in it, and there's there's glitter in the paint, and it really brings out, like, a more of, like, a metallic kind of gleam to it. I'm okay with that. Yeah, okay. I'm because curious about Because that. you can move the figure. You want Silverhawks to be able to move and put their arms out. Yeah. I feel like the horsemen, I think, would... I think the four horsemen, their sculptors would do. do they would justice. have to trim them down, though. They can't do the muscle dudes if they're doing silver hawks. They you definitely do had. Mean. Yeah, they had to do body types. Yeah, someone did. Um, oh God, the leader Steelhawk. No, uh, Quicksilver. Quicksilver. Someone did him, but I think they used a DCUC body type I for it. Thought they used a Marvel Legends. To be honest with you, maybe there's more than one custom yeah. out there. Uh, but Any. anyway. Anyway, so we're going to hop on the train. Yes. So thank you for listening. Um, uh, follow, well, you, you've already followed us. So get ready for part two uh, when we talk about things tomorrow night after we have our first day. Um, Jesse and DJ and Bill and Junior and all of us will be on our podcast all week uh, or the next few weeks. And uh, I got a secret podcast nice. tonight that they don't know about yet. I didn't even know about it either. No, I'll tell you on the train. I can't tell you here. All right. right. Cool. All right. Ready? Yeah. This podcast was brought to you by Jackson Studios. Jax!